The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. Unless it's like, like Stone went, Stone's got the highest voice, I think, of the guys. So maybe he <laughs> went in the studio and just did it. <laughs> just make up, just make up stuff. What? It sounds like a little girl. <laughs> you always do anyway, Stone. <laughs> just kidding. I don't think that. I was just saying that they were talking smack to him. No, they were all talking smack about Dave back in that day, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, but it wasn't Stone. Stone was like the closest one to him, so maybe oh, was they he? were taking it out on him too. I think so, because because I remember like he's the one that took him out to eat and fired him. It was just Stone. <laughs> Stone was the only one that was there. So I think he was kind of like the closest. I think I think Mike was too, but Mike was like I was mind drunk all the time in those days, mm-hmm. so he kind of no, didn't really count now he didn't count it but you know what i'm saying yeah. he was just kind of he was friends with everybody because he was always hammered yeah yeah i remember like i can't remember where i read it at but um from i think from dave's perspective like they had some kind of like matching bracelet type thing they got when he joined the band or whatever and like stone mentioned like oh i still have i still have the bracelet and and dave mm-hmm. was like thought to himself was like oh fucking great you're firing me but you, you still have the bracelet awesome <laughs> Welcome to Season 3, Episode 11 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon, and my guest today is Matt Massey. Hello, Matt. Hey, Brandon. How's it going? It is going well, and today we are talking about the song, I Davanita. Lot to say about this one. Oh yes, where to start? Maybe not. <laughs> uh, this is pretty much a whole band jam interlude instrumental sort of thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, uh, the I think Stone is quoted as saying that he was listening to a lot of the Urge Overkill album Saturation that came out around uh, the time that they were getting Vitology ready. And it had a lot of uh, interludes between the songs and stuff. And he said, "It's like, hey, we can do that with uh, we can do that with our album, huh?" It's like, "Yeah, let's do that." And uh, in the liner notes, this is uh, listed as the song without words. And I think that uh, it sort of is a a precursor to hummus. I think is probably the the closest reference point that I can uh, get listening to it. Right? Yeah, I think so. So do you, do you think with uh, there was any kind of writing process at all with this? Or do you think this was just something that the band was 
just jamming and you know riffing out or whatever and just came up with this because it is like you said it's quoted as the whole band writing it so i imagine it's probably the latter but yeah i think I, th- I think that maybe like one person had a riff that they kind of had and would probably play like over and over again or something and then they said hey wait wait just pl- just play that just play that okay hit record let's let's you know let's 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 see if we can find something with this or something yeah and and it's it says that for um from listening to it the only percussion that i can hear on it is a tambourine so i don't even know if maybe dave was Mm -hmm. in the band at this time yeah and that might have been in between them either having fired him or about to fire him and, and then bringing jack in so yeah might be right yeah, because you got you got this bugs and um and stupid mop, and then also uh, Satan's bed, which don't have him drumming on it. So I don't know if it was if it was he wasn't right. around or yeah, I thought Satan's bed he was in he was still in the band, but for whatever reason they just used the drum machine if he wasn't around or whatever. I could be wrong on that. He, they might have done it after he left. No, he was um. Uh, I believe the story is he was at the dentist when they were recording it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just decided, not, oh, we're not going to wait. Yeah. We're just going to put a drum machine yeah, you know, in if you're, if you're paying for the time, you know, it's kind of like, ah, well, okay, let's just, uh, let's just do it. Well, they did, they did just sell like a million records in in a week on their previous album. So they probably had a little bit of money to do, to go. Well, the label probably could have uh, sprung, sprung for some of the money. Yeah. So. I think it was, it, was, it was probably Eddie saying, you know, fuck that guy. You know, he doesn't need to go yeah. to the dentist. <laughs> you know, we're going to do a drum machine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, you know, putting this song and the other kind of filler tracks on it, too, it's kind of like, uh, you know, what are people going to do? Not buy this album? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I like the filler, though. Like, I, you know, obviously, it's these songs aren't songs I ever... If I'm not listening to a full album and I'm just looking for a couple songs here, I'm never going to go to I Davinita or Pry Two or whatever. Oh yeah, I want to hear this one. But if I'm listening to Vitalogy as a whole, I dig them. I just mm-hmm. think the the art of it. When it, when it first came out, when I was a teenager, I didn't really, I didn't care either way. I didn't really get it. I just listened to the song, the actual songs. But as I grew older and now, I like hearing it all together. I, I probably and stop after immortality. You know, I usually don't let stupid mop go, but uh, the interludes and, and things like that, the palate cleansers, I really like. It's just yeah. you know makes Vitalogy that much more weird, which which I really dig. Do you think that this specific one adds to the the atmosphere, the ambiance of the album? Oh yeah, definitely. I I think its placement, its track placement was perfect too because it you know and there better man ends you know better man i mean the subject matter is not but but the end of better man is um very upbeat and i don't even know what you want to say celebration or or not joyful but you know what i'm saying it's it's very it's the music itself is upbeat cathartic yeah yeah there you go and it kind of you know if, if that would if better man would have went right into immortality i don't know if that would have really worked as well but um, the fade in and fade out of uh, I Davinita. It's almost like a, a bridge or, or something like that, or, you know, cleanses the palate, probably is a better way to say it, where it kind of, you can shift gears into the fade out and there's a few seconds of silence and then the, you know, 
incredible intro to immortality starts and you know, immortality is just a whole whole other animal so the transition i think it makes the transition um way better other, other than that if it wasn't there they would definitely would have had to have moved around some some tracks so better man and immortality weren't going back to back so i don't think that would have worked so the flow of it definitely improves due to this song yeah the the having better man and then immortality like you said those are two like really strong songs and following them up back to back it could be a little sort of emotionally exhausting but then but then i think that it makes i davenita even more meek compared to the two just it's it's sandwiched in between them and then it it just yeah. kind of like ooh like oh oh hey how do i follow that oh how do i inch oh that's not ooh good pull my collar he <laughs> But I think that's kind of what makes it, it adds to the weirdness of Vitalogy as a, rec- a record as a whole, which is, which is, I think was their intent. And I definitely think it succeeded for sure. I think they purposely didn't want the listener to be too comfortable listening to the album for whatever reason. Do you think that they were trying to make more of an artistic statement of some sort, or they were just trying to put out just a record or that they were just like, you know, let's see what we can get away with. Do you think that there was like any sort of, 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 of statement that they were trying to make one way or the other with, with this album? I don't think they, I don't think they were trying to get away with anything. I think they wanted to make a a true, it's not a concept record, but a lot of the themes, you know, intertwine and they're trying to make an actual album and, you know, they're, go back to their records and have a side A and a side B and have things flow and go in and out and, and kind of make sense. If you, you almost said, yes, listen to the whole record together, as opposed to listen to a song here and there. I think that was more of their intent. I don't know. Talking, talking it through now, <clears throat> there's probably, I guess, well, I guess by then Kurt was gone, but you know, I know that quote that Stone had in PJ 20 about, you know, Kurt always keeping them on their toes and things like that. I think that had to do with it after versus they always felt, I don't think they felt, you know, they weren't rivals to Nirvana. Like they didn't feel that, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of wanted to be sure that they were, they, they didn't want to be viewed as the, the popular band or whatever, even though they were, and they were just trying to be more artists than, than not. So I think that that played into it a lot, which probably came a lot, a lot more from Eddie. Yeah. The, the, you know the first side of the album it's it's pretty much got it's it's super strong and then the second is where all of the of the filler <laughs> is right. and and, and it, even it, like the weird stuff like the whip and and you know in the intro to satan's bed and all that they like throw all that the the weird little intro to better man like mm-hmm. all that in the second half is is kind of weird yeah and it it it's sort of i don't know maybe maybe it's a sort of you know they 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 call it vitology you know the study of life and the 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 first side you have life and the i don't know the land of the living and then the second side you have the the underside you have the underworld maybe and i I don't know if it's well yeah i think it's 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 kind of darker just with those you know, with, with a couple of the, um, you know, you have Satan's bed, you have immortality, 
on the second side and then you have all this other weird stuff on there too it's sort of like i don't know a journey through hell in in some ways and you're like what the hell is going on and 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 the first you know the first side you have you know it's it's very very up tempo and sort of of uh you know your heart's racing until you know you get to the end and then you're like what you get your right. near death you know hallucinations and you know your brain chemicals going crazy yeah, you might be onto something. What side two, uh, pry two starts side two, right? Yeah. So that's you know a song about paranoia, pretty much, and then you know corduroy is about as much angst as you can get in there. Bugs, obviously, is bugs. Satan's bad, like we already talked about. Yeah, you're right. And then you know, better man. Yeah, it's could be onto something there. Hey now, I gotta get my, I got, I gotta not put this episode out and get my uh, and start writing my thesis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get my uh, doctoral in uh, pearl gemology. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm gonna, maybe I'll write a, a 30, 30, and a third on this. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Crap. I'm wasting my time doing these podcasts. <laughs> well, you got to finish it now. So, you know, you have to keep going with the albums until then. So you have to, you have to wait for that until you get through everything. Yeah. See, I'll just trans, I'll just transcribe all these, uh, these interviews and then put a book out and then boom, I'm done after, you know, five years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they put out a new album and you're like, Oh, I have to do this one now. Great. Uh, but that, that's, that's a, uh, that's a champagne problem. That's a, uh, you know, that wouldn't be a burden. That'd be all, that'd be a, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I think with later albums too, there's not as much, I think that's true. lore and stuff built up with, these earlier albums too, where it's kind of like, Oh, we can really get into this and that where it's kind of like the later ones. It's kind of like, ah, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a turtle named backspacer. <laughs> You're not going to have like a hour and a half long episode about sleeping by myself. You're not planning on that. No, I, I, I'm <laughs> as of now, I don't know, but you know, in two years or when I get to it, <laughs> right. There could be a, there could be a lot more stuff out yeah. by then. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what 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 else is there to uh to go into about this song? Do you think? Um, we got anything? I don't. know. I mean, the actual music. Um, I said a few notes jotted mm-hmm. down. Just a lot of seemingly ambient noises going on, um, which obviously lends lends itself to it being more of an improv jam in the studio. Just because they're kind of trying. Th- seems like they're trying things throughout the song. The chanting that they do the the Idavanita. I was trying to figure it out earlier. Who do you think is, you know, multiple band members singing that? Or I was trying, I couldn't really place any of the voices. I mean, I, it's the band, of course, but maybe it's the combination of Eddie, Jeff, and Stone. I'm, I'm not sure. I was trying to pinpoint any of them, but I, I really couldn't. Um, probably. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't all just kind of start chanting along with each other at some point I don't, I don't know why they'd be like okay let's have this instrumental yeah. and then eddie's like okay let me listen to it and i'll put <laughs> and i'll put some weird words to this and then get, go with that and it's like okay now i'm gonna yeah, overlay right. yeah, some true. more weird vocals <laughs> and everything on top of that <laughs> but who knows who knows this is their their weird period so i'll tell you though Obviously, like this isn't. I wouldn't be going to a concert, the show to be like, oh man, I really hope they play. I, I, I mean, I know they never, they've never played it, yeah. but it would be cool to hear them play it. I mean, they played Evil Little Goat last year or whenever it was, so never say never, I guess. 
if they ever do a full biology show, they're going to have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. I would think, but I don't. I, I didn't see anything that this would be like a sort of perfect, like the band coming out sort of thing that they could just play as everybody's walking out to the stage because they did that in the uh, in the Yield tour sort of with uh, Red Dot. They kind of had that little thing playing. I'm pretty sure they did that with Idomita before. Have they done that? I'm pretty. Sure, I I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure they did. I don't know if it was in the early 90s. Go for or... it. Go on the record. <laughs> okay, I'll say it. They did. They say did it. it. They yeah, did it. you heard it here. I'm pretty Put sure that they, in the Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure they did though. But I was even thinking about that this week though, leading up to talk to you about it. I was like, I want, if they, pl- other than playing Vitalogy front to back, if they put this song in there as like a little gem for whoever's there, I was trying to place where in the set list they would play it. I was probably the first song of one of the encores would probably be the best fit, in my opinion. So initially yeah, I was yeah. like, what well, if they came out on stage and played this to open the show? But I was like, eh, that, I don't know if that would fit because whatever comes after it, it wouldn't, I don't think it would work. But if they did it, in an encore i think i think that might work but you never know they might they might pull it out yeah you never know <laughs> when they did the yield when they did the yield show in, in milwaukee they didn't play red dot so i hope they don't chicken out and if they do vitology skip all the weird ones they can skip stupid mop i, I would get that but <laughs> like play the other ones though they'd, they'd probably um at least sort of tag it maybe somewhere in there i think with stupid mop Maybe they do the same with Ida Vanita. Maybe they, they yeah, get maybe. to the end of Better Man instead yeah, of like doing Save It for Later or something. He just goes like, Ida Vanita. Oh, that, you know what? That, that would actually work. Yeah, somebody make that mashup. <laughs> well, we'll see. So I, I, I'm through with my notes. Do you have anything else? <laughs> I mean, the only other thing I had, I said the, the, that poem written down, but mm-hmm. I don't, do you think that relates to the song specifically? Or is it just kind of you know, in the Vitology booklet, which is awesome, they just kind of throw in a bunch of things together. Was it just something that they slapped on that page? Or, you know, because I'm not even sure I, Davinita, I'm assuming Davinita is a name. And I is just like, I. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if that really has too much meaning. So I was, you know, and the poem is about, you know, a girl. So maybe they go with each other, but I, I, don't, I don't really know, though. And I think it's more just sort of, adding stuff to to the 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 artwork and everything like that to make it as crazy i think as they could and try to put as much stuff in it because you know there's like the little poem or whatever in um like with immortality there's that at the end of um the not for you those like written sort of things and my my favorite thing in the booklet is the x-rays of eddie's eddie's dental x-rays that are on the Mm -hmm. i think it's the corduroy page they just they're yeah. just like, oh, let's just let's throw that in there too. <laughs> Maybe Dave and Eddie went to the dentist together. Oh. No, that probably didn't happen. It's all coming back, full circle. Dentist. Make sure you brush kids. Yeah, Eddie went first and then he they he went straight to the studio. He's like, while Dave's still in the chair, we're gonna do Satan's bed. And that's how Satan's bed was recorded with the drum machine. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Another mystery solved by the Better <laughs> Band Podcast. <laughs> A mystery that no one wondered about except for us. Hey, those are the best kinds because then, you know, sort of like, oh, I solved this mystery. What? Who? Nobody cared. Ah, exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, now you, now you, have, you can keep on going not caring because it's solved. 
Uh, see, the, the, you do you have uh, stuff you think people should check out that uh, you think is cool, or uh, any social media or projects that you have? No, uh, new Wilco came out yesterday, and it's pretty awesome. So if anyone digs Wilco oh, and yes. wants to get into Wilco on the on a Pearl Jam podcast, I'm going to promote Wilco. <laughs> so but their album's pretty great. Um, and just the top of my mind is why I brought that up. No, I think that's it. Um, no, no social. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I don't, I don't care. Twitter is Twitter, so whatever yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I, I have, I something just popped in my mind. So I, the last time I was on, I mentioned I've just recently located to the Chicagoland area. If anyone from Illinois listens, I got a PSA for everyone in Illinois. It does. It doesn't hurt you to be nice. Be <laughs> nice to a stranger every now and then. It's cool. Like I, I didn't realize I, I moved to Manhattan here. Like it's people walk around and are grumpy and and angry and don't hold doors open for people and whatever. So just be nice. Like the world's a lot better place when everyone's cool to each other. So that's it. Just a little tip from a from a new transplant here. So if anyone's from Chicago, spread the word. Yes, you have to you have to live with each other, people. So why not make it easier for everyone, right? Exactly. Truer words. But and you you mentioned Wilco. Uh um I, I saw a recent picture of Jeff Tweedy and for yeah. a second I thought it was Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I was like, Oh, what's Guillermo del Toro doing? Oh wait, no, that's Jeff Tweedy. Whoa, they're starting to look very similar. Yeah. He Jeff looks uh he looks homeless more often than he doesn't look homeless. That's why it's where he's he doesn't really care, I don't think. <laughs> Still writing good music, so that's all I care about, I guess. Well, thanks for coming on, Matt, and um, taking the taking the uh, the bullet on this song. <laughs> no, that's all right. No, it was fun. All right, good. I'm not doing um, what's the next? I'm not doing what's on No Code. That's uh, I'm not doing. I'm open. I'm open, and I'm not doing Red Dot and Yield. So you gotta find someone else for those two. <laughs> maybe if uh, maybe I'll get back into the groove for like our arc or something. But you know, the next two records, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say I paid my due with this one. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think you did too. I'll make sure. I'll, I'll make sure to, uh, to 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 mark off your IOU in my uh, in my little book. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on and, and chatting with me, Matt. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Appreciate it. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email ListenUpReno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Matt, and as always, this is Brandon saying, you've been out gallivanting around with that floozy of a bigger brother of yours, haven't you? Haven't you? Look at me.